We are chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting. Everyone is a millennial, sometimes reckless voguing, voguing at night. Our love is like the meme. Everyone is mainstream, <laughs> so Welcome to Siblings Not Friends, where me and my siblings, Adrian and Sonia, talk about literally random shit. So, one thing we need to address really quickly in this podcast is who we are, which we don't really know, because to a degree that we don't know, we are a Mabim Bam fan podcast, mm-hmm. to be clear. Absolutely true. I mean, to a degree. And when I say Mabin Man for anyone who may not know, is my brother, my brother and me. And a podcast that you content. should definitely listen to before you listen to this podcast. Like in its Absolutely. entirety. This is much worse. Consume it's nearly six hundred episodes. Yes. And then come listen to us because yeah. Because it's just it's just premium content. Hmm. Who are we? Hmm. Are we a Mabin Bam fan podcast? Are we more than that? Are we less than that? And I initially thought we were just going to be, say we were just less than that in some way. Like, they were going to try to say that our identity is primarily rooted somewhere else, and is it just like an aspect like that we just can't get rid of for some reason? You guys are just like, yeah, this is like who we are. This is where I'm going to be. Well, no, I think okay. I don't think that's who we are. I won't stop you guys, but. I don't think that's who okay. we are. I think that's where we came from. And, like, who we are, we've grown since then, potentially, or we've, like, devolved since then, one of them. But, like, those are our roots. Those are what inspired us in many Mm -hmm. ways. So, Mm -hmm. like, we can't abandon that, but also we are different from that, separate from that. Yes, that is our little tiny Charlie Brown Christmas tree, but we need to put all the decorations on it. Can you, like, elaborate that metaphor? Um, you know how that Christmas tree is absolutely fucking tiny? It's so cute, though so cute so cute but it's like and it is the key of the whole thing but it's mm. literally not until we get they add like all the other things that it actually means anything so like yes oh. at the heart mabim bam fan podcast a thousand percent but we're at least attempting to be more than that mm-hmm. yes it's our inspiration absolutely we will never be able to abandon it but i think in the ideal world we are more okay Before we get into the idea of being more than a fan podcast, I want to take a quick second and interject and give myself a more formal introduction, which is, I am Sonia, name not important. Importantly, I was duetted on TikTok by one of the McElroys. And for that reason, maybe this is just a fan podcast. Could you be more specific about that? About that? Well, here's the thing. I was talking about the Middlest brother, Big Dog Wolf Wolf, Travis. He had a challenge basically requesting that all of his fans and followers make videos about sandwiches and yeehaw and I forget what else, but I was the best one. He duetted me. I'm 
phenomenal exclusively for that reason. Okay, I just bring this up because it's a sore spot for me in the sense that I was the sole creative director, the sole writer. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say sole. I would say... It, I look back on it and I see nothing you contributed to it besides uh, a body and a camera. Yeah, well, it's and called like the sandwich. Sonia, you were the actor. Sandwich. I'm not Sonia. sure. You did it. <laughs> Sonia, you were on. You were on acting and props, and he was the writer and the director. Yeah, and what I were you, Greta? Good. Can you tell me what you were? You were the creative uh, inhibition. Um, I was the cleanup crew when you abandoned the banana and the sandwich outside. I did abandon until, the like, banana. Night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, Greta and I went unaccredited. Do we want to? Um, Start with a an un, the, an untitled bit. An untitled bit. We're not yeah, going to have a general theme. It's just a, a concept a concept piece. You want to take a second I to feel do like your we homework? we need to have the theme of the episode first. Okay, what's the theme of the episode? Well, as we know, we must reach into the gigantic bag of dice. Mm, nice sounds. Pick out a random die. It is a very sparkly blue die with bronze letters. Mm, good descriptions. And we got an 11. And we all know what that means for the blue sparkly dye with bronze letters. What an 11 means is that title of this topic of this episode is going to be things that would be horrifying to a 12th century hermit. Um, and okay, anything that would fall into that category. Okay, so for this for this bit, the bit that's going to fit into this, this category, um, I think it still works just fine. It just is like for my own self-respect, I need to have a disclaimer for how I arrived on this. Yes, it's please. Not, it's not intuitive. Yeah, I'm reading the first paragraph, and you do need that disclaimer. <laughs> starting to read it too, I was like, "Whoa!" Wait, wait, wait a second. So I actually encountered this. Well, first of all, an article by the same author appeared on my Google Newsfeed, which I'm a fiend for my Google Newsfeed. Mm. Um, and it was on a different website, and I was reading it. I think it was about. It was a really, really good article. Um, and it was about like um, how are, how we perceive gender when we're using a character creator, oh, and how okay. we see it in relation to ourselves, like ma- how male and female gaze plays into w- in what we create. Mm-hmm. Great article. For the first time in my entire life, I was like, after reading that article, I literally googled the author and read all their art- other articles. Luckily, this person was has been in the business for a year or two. Made it very easy. But this is one of the ones I came upon. This I, is I, certainly I, something. I hope that makes it a little bit more clear and understandable and not horrifying. Yeah, having skimmed the article. I'll read um, the whole thing. Don't no more details. Just keep reading. I think we should take a minute to like read the first paragraph. Yeah, you want to go for it? Yeah, I, I can go for it. Um, on May 8th, 2015, DeviantArt user Big Me Lover made his first post. It was a winking Microsoft Paint illustration of a name that I don't know how to say, frankly, the blue-haired Vocaloid pop star that people make erotic images of even though she's canonically 16. Big Me Lover's first post was also intended to be erotic, which you can gather from some of the hashtags he used, like fetish, sexy, and of course, big. <laughs> But unlike other sexy anime art, this Hatsune Miku isn't undressed or gay. She just has knees that kind of look like titties. And to be clear, the entire article 
is about knees that look like titties. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm extremely uncomfortable right now. Yeah. There's a sentence that says, "When I first saw the big knees, I wasn't particularly moved by them. I was just kind of like, ha, huh, nice." And I want to say, that is like so incorrect. I was so incredibly moved by the knees when I first saw them, and not in like a oh, hot sexy way, but like in a how have we come here? Kind of way. In a the world yeah. is definitely a worse place than I thought it was kind of way. And I already yeah. study sociology. But like so... more creative than I expected. Yeah. I think we can't look at this only negatively. I think we need a... I think we definitely can look at it only negatively. Because really? that's what I'm choosing. Okay. I'm going to ask you a hard question. Like, can you actually... Are you are you coming down on this, this content morally, Greta? Are, you think there's like... Deep... Oh, I don't know that it's moral. I think I just don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. What about it you don't like? Why do you not like knees being titties? I don't like knees. Just like um, generally? Well, yeah, if you I don't like know. knees, you should love this because this is defacing nah, them. But this so is true. It's, it's making weird. them little blobs of, or big blobs of flesh, I should clarify. It just looks like this person has, like they have weird boils on their knees and I can't, I'm not here for it. It just, it feels... It's not moral. It just feels unnatural. I agree. And also, I don't know. I feel like it's just also sexualizing women in like another way, and we don't need more ways to sexualize women. We already really? have enough. Because I feel like I feel like this is a way that sexualizes women in a way that makes them like a little bit inhuman. I'm just gonna throw of, this like, out takes there. Takes away the sexualization of like human women because like my knees don't look like that. <laughs> Unrealistic body standards for women. Just gonna put it out there. We don't need more. But these aren't really women. They're like little knee creatures, or I, big I knee think, creatures, I should say. <laughs> is this a body standard? Do you, is it? I think it, I think this is a body standard. It's is an it? aesthetic that people want. Like, if you can Who get butt implants, you can get knee implants. Okay, I want to be clear. This article provides no evidence of other people wanting this. Mm. And I'm not Everything sure that exists. It's if its original creator wanted this. I think we can confirm that a 12th century hermit would be horrified by this. Yeah, oh, absolutely. yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't know. I kind of, I'm trying to think about, like, the original intentions of the artist that created these pictures of women with, like, as we know, huge, bulbous knees. I Like, part of me wants to believe it was a kind of, like, social commentary, right? But I don't know. Maybe it was just like, oh, I think knees are hot could be that or maybe it is some social commentary on like i don't know women scrubbing floors their knees get swollen who knows i doubt it but you never know wouldn't this be like the opposite of that because i just i just assume it'd be like impossible to be on i think you just collapse immediately if you try yeah. to like stand period I, there's a lot of things about like motion that don't work yeah but I think, like, by having these images of these these women with, like, huge knees, that's, like, it's dumb, it's ludicrous, it's impractical. Does this not, like, put a comment on, like, other drawings that are, like, very, you know, all around the internet that also, like, have body parts that are, like, really huge and impractical? Like, okay, maybe it's a commentary on that. Saying this is maybe the same thing. This yeah. is the same thing. It's just, like, it's something that people aren't expecting. So How hopefully people perceive are. it as unreasonable yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So this is you're, what you're saying is, is perhaps the most... I'm saying this is modern feminism. Yeah, I, it is fifth wave. This is fifth wave. I think it's sixth wave. I think it's sixth wave. I think it's beyond anything. We can't. That's just. No, it skipped. It skipped a a wave. As a joke, it's sixth wave. Realistically, Mm. it's fifth wave. Imagine how this would have shaken the world if this had occurred in the 12th century and was brought to the attention of others by the hermit. I don't think men knew what knees looked like. They because they had only ever seen ankles. So I think I don't know that it would have been. True, but, like, who's to say that women's aren't different? That's a good question. Yeah. No, like, women's probably look like this in the 12th century. Yeah, that's probably just what they looked like. This is actually just time travel. Hmm. Before we, like... This is the 12th century hermit. One topic that I think is really, really uh, important that I don't want to, like, skip over is just, like, again, how great this journalist is. Yeah. I just want to, we read the sentence, sentence, but where it goes through the hashtags and it leads, ends with and of course, big. Just, yeah, why is like big? Writing. That's just yeah. good writing. The name of this journalist, just for out of fairness, is Ashley Barden, B A R D H A N, and she's like my new favorite journalist mm. in the entire world. But also, can we throw out the fact that it's like ah, oh, unlike other anime art. She's not partic- uh, portrayed as, like, scantily clad or gay, because those are the two options. I don't, I don't know. Gay people can't be unclothed. Well, and more importantly, gay uh, people or. can't have big knees. <laughs> <laughs> gay people can't have big knees. Yeah. Since we're talking about things that, like, at least I'm personally uncomfortable mm. I know, Sonia, you were maybe th- talking about maybe talking about other uncomfortable situations... Oh, I was. Yeah. Do you okay. want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, let's move on to um, a bit I like to call meet and yeet, where we talk about meeting people and um, how you would like deal with that as potentially a socially anxious person, potentially just like, how do you encounter these strange people in the wild? And what I wanted to talk about specifically was pregnant Lil Nas X. Notably, another person with an abnormal, like, lump on them. Are you looking at this right now? Because Am I looking at what? The pregnant, visual... the pregnant Lil Nas X? Um, I'm actually... I, I can't. I can't look at it anymore. I, I think the cultural moment has passed a little bit. And I think, I think it's interesting that, like, he has, like, a photo shoot and also mirror selfies. Wait, no, there's... I, I found an ultrasound picture. Wait, did you really? Yeah. Wait, look at it, but it's just, just like it. adult Lil Nas X is in the ultrasound. Let me let me share this with you guys. Okay, I think this well, is important. I will see it then. How? What would you do if you saw him on the street? There's a tired dynamic around me, and this has already been discussed and settled. Hmm. You know, don't do it. When you meet um, a pregnant person, some people, again, never do this, but... Some people think it's okay to just, like, walk up and just, see, like, try to feel the baby kicking. Oh, just... yeah, no, don't. Oh, I hate that, Ali. Don't do it. Yeah. Also, like, maybe don't assume people are pregnant either, because that can be really awkward. Mm, true. Like, That's not gonna true. lie, I probably would have just assumed that Lil Nas X had a beer belly. Mm. Like, that However, is the truest fact. I don't know. If, if I did know it was Lil Nas X, I think it would be interesting, like, you wouldn't feel the baby kick. You would just, like, 
put your ear to the the belly and like listen for the new album so you can Here's try to get sneak peeks like you know how like there's this whole crime scene investigation that happens like on twitter whenever like taylor swift unlocks like a new clue for an album or something yeah like, that would happen in grocery stores wherever lil nas x was like everyone would be like listening to his belly, trying to like put together clues, seeing if they heard the same song as someone else heard, like two towns over. I feel like that's an innovation, or more so that... down in the old town or down the road. Oh, because everyone's there, yeah. everyone's felt bass like the baseline of a a music before, you know. And that's yeah. but we generally associate with that with being like a pretty aggressive, like existence shattering thing. You know, you're at the club and the bass is going wild and you can feel it physically a little bit. But I feel like this kind of like inverts that expectation on the music because it's just going to be like, just like, I mean, this is, this is again, assuming that maybe you've made friends, maybe you've had a conversation with, maybe chatted at a coffee shop for a couple hours and you've gotten to know him and you're your besties. Yeah. I feel like you get this, like a very like intimate experience of like feeling music that people just aren't talking about. Yeah. Usually only feel music when it's aggro. I like that. It's it's more gentle for sure. Yeah. Exactly. I think I think that's I think then even though it's like obvious it's obvious you don't want to do do that. You don't want to just walk up to a pre- a pregnant woman. Yeah. And, like don't assume that if you sex. see a musical artist and they are pregnant from now on that you should listen yeah, for the next album. Yeah, don't assume rules, that. Rules, but as much as we would like them to be different for musical artists. Yeah. But I think still, though, I think still, though, that informs how you meet this person in the sense that, like, you are trying to become very good friends with them so that you can get to that point where you can have that intimate musical experience. Yeah. Just respectfully. This is Because, honestly, fair. albums are cooler than babies. Yeah, so true. Can we take a minute to appreciate the ultrasound that I've sent to you all? Ah, uh, yes. I, I do see that. Isn't that, like, important? Yeah, it's important. Notably, in order to describe this, this is an ultrasound with a black and white image of the cover of Lil Nas X's new album. Super I should hope it, it's so black it's and white. Just... They have color ultrasounds these days? Can you no, imagine? just the album is that color. Would be so... Like, be what color bad. even are babies? Fleshy? Um, I guess. Looks kind of like Sistine Chapel type thing a little bit. It I does. mean, that's the vibe. Have you bit. seen his music videos? Yeah. I'm into it. Hmm. I don't really know what to say about it. I'm into it though. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think, I think that's how I, I think that's how you would meet a pregnant woman. So actually, try to become friends with them so you can, you know, get that. Yeah. That you know that once in a lifetime pregnant album experience. That's, that's so true, true. That's true. Hey, um, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You want to play a game? I would love to play a game. Sure, sounds fine. I don't know. It's a it's a work in progress name a little bit. Uh, Sex Icon Jeopardy. Sex Icon Jeopardy. Okay, I'm down. Okay, okay. I don't know if Jeopardy is really the right word for it. It doesn't really capture it. I mean... Yeah, I don't love wheel, that, but that's I, okay. I think we should switch it to Wheel of Sex Icons. Calm down. Oh. Wheel Jeez, of Sex that Icons. Is a, that is <laughs> I mean, good. just going to throw that out there. Wheel of Sex Icons. Maybe not, also not applicable, but I like okay. it. One of these, we we love our, like, early 
what, how do we characterize those game shows? I was about to call them early aughts, but they clearly predate the early aughts. That's just when I was watching them a lot. They also like post oh, I think we can just call them Alex Trebek. Yeah, they, you know, they, they go so far back into like, yeah. you know, probably the late 1800s is when they- Wait, I, I do feel like we can just call them game shows. Game shows. Yes, game shows. Okay, but like, the ones that go on every night. Okay, here's my point. Let me let me describe the rules of this game. I've I provided you with two links that will give you some uh, visuals on a couple different men. They're kind of they they're very similar in some ways. Um, I think have some pretty similar builds. I think one's a bit older than the other. Similar hair color. You know. Okay. One of them is a sex icon. One of them isn't. What is like your categorization of what a sex icon is? I don't know why you're pressing me like this. I feel okay, like that's valid. The, I feel like I'm presenting the game, and the game is for you. Okay. I don't know why you're making this about me. Well, there's only one correct answer, right? I would recommend opening these links. Just turn the volume up on these videos. Um. Okay. I know the first name of the first one. I think. He only publicly lets people know about his first name. He's a. His name is. And you got this. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm working on it. I I have to assume there's like a whole story behind this name. Yeah. That I'm probably reading into this just because of my life, but his name is Zeon. Oh, I can so, tell you right now that it's got to be the the kitchen one. Number two has to be the sex icon. Because here's the thing. At least kitchens are sexy. Okay, okay, okay. But his, it's spelled like Zion, I think. But he pronounces it Zion. Is that, just, is that lost on you guys? I think that's okay. This man has religious trauma one. and likes video games. Yeah, okay. First of all, I tried to find one where he's wearing a beanie, which really... It really changes the game when he has a beanie mm-hmm. on. He's a contributor at Nintendo Life, which you know I look at occasionally. And yeah, check him. Check check the check check those those two fellows out. The other one is a contributor on America's Test Kitchen, which you know I don't usually go on that channel very often. But here's my thing: with can we can we call Nintendo guy? Okay, I guess he's Zeon, right? And can we call Kitchen Guy, like, Lentil? Because he's talking about lentils in this video. His name's Dan. His name's Fine, Dan. we can call him Dan. Um, oh, I guess it is Dan. You're right. Um, Dan feels like he thinks he's really incredibly hot. Yeah, see, that's it's complicated, isn't it? Yeah, because initially I thought he was going to be the sex icon because he's just, like... He is, like, better looking than Zeon. But sure. also, like... But here's the thing. The fact that Zeon... he's aware of it is awkward. Zeon feels like a sad gamer boy, and I don't know that I can actually like that. Yeah, he's not sad. I know, but his he face looks really happy. Are you kidding? Maybe I paused it at a bad point. I, I can see. He looks like he has so much joy. He is. I he's a ray of sunshine. I would say, and this I would say he is him at his peak. He's he's what you I I think without going too much I don't want to give you too much like personal background that you can't get just from you know absorbing their objectified one hundred percent objectified bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, he is showing off his you know expansive collection, which you know 
first of all, cool to have an expansive collection of games. Right? Yeah. But more so just, like, he's youthful and he's owning things. And he, like, works in content creation. Let's not sleep on, like, owning large amounts of valuable property. Yeah. Well, I think he, he looks like he can't be... He can't be more than 30, right? No, I don't think so. I also... I do admire how organized everything he has is. That is true. It makes a nice it, backdrop. Yeah, it's very... It's it's a good video for organization. If that's, I mm. understand very little what's going on in this video. Yeah. It's very good. I understand even less because the video is muted. Yeah. yeah that, but it seems incredible. Man. Yeah. Whereas Lentil Man... Oh, he's talking about science. Yeah, he... Okay, he's not just a cook. He's a food scientist. And he's mostly talking about science things. Because okay. that spices him up, too. I, I, There's a big difference between, like, you're just generic YouTube food person who's just doing food things and, like, mm. a food scientist person who shows you a basic recipe but mostly just talks to you about yeah. nerdy stuff. Here's my thing. You know the, the TikTok trend that's happening right now where no. people – well, Greta does – where you have like the filter that like zooms in on you slowly. It's like called slow zoom or something. And then people like lip sync a song and they think it makes them look hot. No, I'm genuinely unaware of this. Probably for the best. Well, that's the trend. That's the entirety of it. It's dumb. The point is in Dan's little kitchen video, he keeps on having slow zoom towards his face. Mm -hmm. And that like really exacerbates my issue with him, which is he really thinks he's hot and he's trying to look hot and that makes him less hot less of a sex icon how do you feel have you guys were you able to like notice what he's got going on with his lip how with like, his lip yeah watch him as he's talking and watch how it's it seems like you know how some people just like oh interesting yeah the muscle isn't quite working which you'd think would be like a count against him if you're being totally toxic and objective and but like reality, you know, beauty standards. It's really for me at least looking at this, I feel like his strongest feature is that lip and how hot it is. It does expand his variety of facial expressions. I yeah, like I don't know. Makes it a little quirkier. I feel like it's a little bit hunky. His eyebrows are always like pointed downwards. And what I mean by that is like downwards towards the edge of his face, which is interesting too. Yeah. So I don't know, are you guys He has a lot of angles that are unconventional, I would say. I don't know, Greta, where are you feeling? I don't know. I kind of like what, the lentils who do you feel more like than... Is, who do you, if you have to pick what, right now, which one? I don't know. Well, I don't and know. why, of course, but, you know. I feel like I might have to go with Zeon. Why is that? I, I, I don't know. I feel like the other guy might just be a little too pretentious. Zeon just feels like he's trying to, like, vibe more. Mm. So, I don't know. He's too, you're saying he's... He's too hot to be a sex icon. Is weird, mm. contradictorily saying. No, I'm saying that like, I think sex icon, a sex icon has to be effortless. Uh, and I feel like Dan true. is trying okay. too hard. Okay. Okay. And yeah, to that point, I think Zion probably doesn't know that he's a sex icon. I, I yeah, I don't I don't think yeah. he tries or cares. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. You really you, should. You we should have just called this this um. Let's objectify men for a hot second, as we should. Misandry, um, always. I'm not here for it, but okay. I I say this with genuine, genuineness in my soul. 
Uh-huh. I j- kind of think we need like misandry for like 10 years so we can like kind of deal with all of the misogyny that's existing now. I don't know. I mean, I guess I did watch G.I. Joe Snake Eyes a couple weeks ago and. Well, I, I don't know what I don't know is. what that is. <laughs> it's just a... leave it at that. Or, let's have a decide. You acted like that was common knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is a new action movie with a few ninjas and is it misandry? Well, I mean they're very sexy people. Like women um, or men? There's a lot of. And how does this men. make it misogynist or misandrist? There's a lot of. I feel like this is saying more about you. There is an unnecessarily about... large amount of shots of shirtless men. We learned today that Greta's sexuality is GI Joe. No, I hate that. <laughs> maybe someone what cool and honestly. There was the black, the ninja who wore black clothes and the ninja who wore white clothes, and honestly, I shipped them more than I shipped anyone else. Fair. No, both men. Okay. And then they hated each other in the end, and it was really sad. Lovers to enemies trope. Yeah, rather than enemies to lovers, they did a lovers to enemies, and we were. I'm. I was super sad about it. Hmm. Okay, circling back, circling back. I think, I think Dan is the sex icon that is perpetuated by the media, like. He has, True. he has like BuzzFeed thirsting after him. He has, I don't know, all these other random millennial news sites. They're all thirsting after him. They're all promoting him. They're all saying, hey, look at these shirtless pictures of Dan. But here's the thing. I don't think there are any. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think you should ask BuzzFeed before you say that. Have you asked BuzzFeed for I a comment? You probably should. Yeah. Um, Zeon, however. He definitely is the sex icon of a younger generation, I would say. I feel like he has many people thirsting after him for one, organization, two, gamer boy, three, the really, really, really bad haircut that makes him just like it's obviously so very good. not yeah, no, hot. I am going to put this out there. Zeon has bi wife energy. Okay. I don't know. That's such an old thing. I mean, it's still on my TikTok. Okay, like he's I mean, definitely single. I, I don't think. I don't think he really. Is. I don't know that he's single. I don't know that. I don't know that. But I'm pretty sure he isn't. That's interesting. Actually, I would not have expected that. Not because he's I like, like. I feel like you're being problematic. I don't. I don't mean that to Just, like bully him. I mean that as like he seems like he's very comfortable in his own space, and he feels like he has that space to himself. He's dedicated to it it to like what he's passionate about it's very organized it's very centered around like how he functions and yeah, like honestly, that's a positive but like having I watched don't a get really decent amount of like gamer like that vibe of gamer mm-hmm. content on youtube most yeah. of them are in very solid relationships okay like shockingly large amounts of them. i mean you can't look at him and say he doesn't look stable no he looks stable like he, lo- he looks stable as hell yeah he every way mentally stable. Like, what's not to like? Okay, well, you did get the right answer. He was the actual mm. true sex icon. Dan was just a, a red herring to throw you off, despite you know being wildly attractive. Um, okay. I'm just gonna I'm throw this out there. Won, I'm glad that you guys won. Was he game. wildly attractive, or am I just like, like I don't think he's wildly attractive. No. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was. Maybe I'm just too gay to see. I don't know, but I don't know. I do. He feels think he's... pretty, pretty. Yeah, he looks pretty standard. Standard, I would say. Nah, his lip is very powerful. I don't know. Right. I did not understand. 
Maybe this is when we the lip is that. the lip is one hundred percent of it. The lower lip, um, yeah, shishers. Notably, Adrian's so more strong. attracted to these men than both me and Sonia. Okay, um, I'm currently like really stalking Zeon's Twitter to see if he's dating someone, and I, so far I've been unsuccessful. When you're in, when you're, I hate career, people like that. That's though. not where you you don't. You can't like find that evidence on Twitter. Also, also Twitter is not the place to post about your relationship. But yeah, also weird. It's also are you are you like trying to stalk him a little bit? It's a little bit uncomfortable. Is it? I don't know. Well, I guess here's I, the thing. We know Sonya likes parasocial relationships. It. She just wants another one. Okay. Okay. Um. Speaking of which, I hate people with parasocial relationships. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> yes. It's really, what? really. This I'm is this not, is called hates like, a lot of things. I've heard this term, but I don't really know what it means. What is a it's like, relationship? Um, it's like when you have famous person. A lot of times, especially nowadays, it's YouTubers, streamers, sure. stuff like that. Especially streamers because they have a chat function. True. Where you feel like you have a relationship with this streamer, even though they have absolutely no idea who you are, and mm. it's super toxic. And then the streamers are like, oh, I love all of you guys. I'm here for you. And, like, they can't be. They aren't. So it's that, like, not really a relationship, but it feels like one kind of, and it's super toxic. People are starting to do more research on it now, though. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. I never thought about that angle. Yeah, where it's like you feel like you're connected. So, like, when Travis McElroy himself do what Sonya's TikTok, I don't know. Parasocial relationship? Maybe a little bit. I believe my Prime Twitch sub is going to be open again in three days. So I'll, I'll keep that in mm. mind and look for streamers who are explicitly mean to me. <laughs> oh, I yeah, thought you exactly. were someone that you can emotionally bond to. No. I mean, I want to make sure they're not trying to create, like, parasocial Oh, no, they don't even do it. It's not, like, an intentional thing. It just happens. It's intentional and it's nefarious is what I've learned. Um, yeah. So I may look for. Oh. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's already going towards a streamer who's really mean to his chat. So. We love that. Hey, Greta, would yes. you mind telling us about some other things that you hate? I hate a lot of things. Not on the topic. I am extroverted, but let's be honest, I hate people. People are kind of the worst. So, like, okay. honestly, this is called Greta's time to talk about types of people she hates. We're gonna start off with people who like White Claws. No one so who ever has liked White Claw has ever been a good person. Um, they're all terrible. I saw, like, a case of White Claws just, like, sitting unattended on the street the other day. And, like, unopened. Someone made the decision to be a better person. Yeah, and, like, I was with some people. None of us took them. Like, it's just... It's for the worst. And, like, I'm a college student. I'm desperate for that kind of thing. But no, can't do it. It's weird that you didn't take them. It's also, like, a little bit weird that you were just thinking about taking them. Yeah. Because they're definitely poisoned. No, they're bad. Like, like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not a big sparkling water fan, but they, like, make it worse. And also, they don't have very much alcohol. Do not pick up food or drinks that you find on the side of the road. No matter what it is. Just going to put that out there. We do not support that on this podcast. Really? Do not pick up random food. That's That's a bad idea. Cleaning up after littering. It's called you're asking to be roofied. That's calling You can throw it away. You can throw, take it and throw it away, but do not drink it. You will be roofied. 
you will die. Please do Do you think somebody's just, like, leaving roofied white claws out on a, like, a Saturday at 11 a.m.? I feel like a frat boy would do that. Would you? They just want to watch the world burn. Once, another group of people I don't like, frat boys. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's pretty <laughs> universal. Though. Okay. That's, yeah, every everybody okay. agrees with that this one. This is a little bit more of a hot take. People who got super emotional over that statement that Steve from Blues Clues made. Oh, I yeah. Like those types of people. I'm like, I'm like, honestly, like I get it's from your childhood. I get it was this guy who might have had an impact on you, but like, you're like twenty fucking years old. Well, here's 20, my thing 25 too. fucking years old. It didn't impact my childhood. So, like, if why are you talking about it? I'm like, okay, so what? You had access to, to TV and had a happy childhood, and you're like, oh, reminiscing? Don't make the rest of us feel bad. Okay, hey. like, I don't know who Steve is. I'm sorry, like, don't. I don't know who Steve is. I don't, is. don't care about bad. your also, emotional like, connection. I don't care about your shared relationship with Steve from Blue's Clues. Honestly, that man, he's like, I am so proud of all of you. And I'm like, parasocial relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Not good. But yeah, Um, people who got super emotional over that, not a fan. I know this is time to hate, but her talking about her hates reminded me of like a hate that I have. That's like, I feel like a fairly fairly unspoken of take. This is a safe space, Adrian, sure. Um, Do you guys also hate the specifically the youtube commenters not as a group obviously we all hate them we always have you know it's kind of just like every youtube commenter specifically the ones who read someone else's youtube comment and then Uh type just the words well said yes oh so true it's like a recurring thing i see it all the time i don't know why i hate them they're just being nice the other type of commenter (laughs) i hate the people who try to find either youtube videos tiktoks or whatever and they try to be the first commenter and they just type first that's a that's a cold take everyone i hates. don't know i hate them yeah everyone we'll hates them on. but like i don't know they're just kind of like a necessary evil i feel i don't Are know we well them? the people who say well said it it feels so superfluous because like if you like the comment that's the same thing that's true like, also, you, are you just trying to boost it more like i don't know so don't don't, don't inflate anybody's egos in the YouTube comment section, they're looking yeah. to get shamed and hurt by for what they're saying, and they braced for it. You know, don't mm-hmm. don't disappoint them. Just fight back, even if you don't really care. Yeah, I think I would advocate for people saying this was not well said. Period. Reply. Yeah, I've read that too, and you want I read that. I'm like, I don't like this. That's what I came here for. Yeah, and there's certain expectation that we need to fulfill here. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Don't mess with us. Just give mm-hmm. us what we want, please. Mm-hmm. Please, people on YouTube, just say mean things. Just say hit things. the dislike button. Just hammer the dislike button. Please. Yeah. Speaking of saying mean things, other types of people I hate. People who think they're going to be famous but are very untalented. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or like specifically. I don't, like, I, I don't hate that. Okay. Okay. I, I let, me, that. let me explain this a little bit more. Okay. Okay people who major in performing arts programs at schools with bad performing arts programs this feels like a personal offense to people you know and i'm, I'm okay with that but continue like, operating okay. why are you studying theater at a small university with bad theater programming you're because not it's okay, fun. Now, what about fun like do, 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 
they think they're going to be successful. They might like, be. Mm. Do they? Or are they just doing mm. it for giggles? Mm-hmm. I don't That's know. a lot of pom-poms. I initially kind of... There was a time in my life where I was with you, but I feel like considering like just how much soft power there is lying around America for just people to pick up and monetize, I don't know. I don't think it's like unreasonable for someone to like major in theater or major in like what's something else like that. Um, I don't know. Communications. Communications. Major in art. Some combination of these. And just like the people who are like, I'm going to be on Broadway and I'm like, just be, Broadway, and then don't... Just be, what the, if you if you plan to be on Broadway and then you end up as an influencer or some other sort of content creator, it's not like a failed sad story. It's yeah. just like planning to work for Boeing Basically, and then... I'm saying honest, I hate people who want to be on Broadway but don't know how to sing. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. a fine point. I feel like you're just you're digging deep for hate, which I respect. Yeah. Going deep into the, genuinely... into the of resentment to find to find your uh to sate your thirst yeah oh, i respect people, people who I major hate. in theater to be honest like m- way more than i respect like another business major or another pre-med well, I know or another business majors. true I, okay i was like pre-med is a lot of work but like come on like all you're business doing major? is just like w- no pre-med is a lot of work but pre-med like all you're doing work. is just like a lot of pain and a lot of effort just you can like eventually get money and like yeah valid we need money capitalism yay but also like theater people are doing it because they enjoy it and if they have like a cool dream to be on broadway even though they can't sing like go off i'll support them you know i support anyone's school decisions and educational decisions as long as they are either working very hard for something they're passionate about or they're having tons and tons of fun those are literally the that's true that's true if you're having like halfway in the middle too oh yeah a mix of those works too yeah if the business major not having fun and aren't working hard give me a break yeah (laughs) okay let's be honest if you're a business major and not having fun please just drop out thank you or switch majors or join yeah. that. Yeah, these are your options. If you're a business okay. major not having fun, please switch your majors or join a fraternity. Like th- those are your choices. Like okay. if you're not having fun, yeah. please please don't do it. Like abolish Greek life, but also join a fraternity. Yes. Huh. That's a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Um, okay. Yeah. Also. This is a this is like a throwback. People I hate. People on Animal Crossing who only want like three three specific villagers, where there's like I need to have these three villagers. I hate. Guys, this is a very specific problem that you. This have. is a very incredibly specific. This is incredibly specific and a year too late. But yeah, if you're not willing to like well, invite them, maybe, maybe you're like right on time because like we're getting the. That's true, Brewster. The, the, direct in a couple weeks. We're gonna have some new content. Honestly, I haven't opened my island in six months. I might need to. I yeah. might yeah. need to like com- apologize to my villagers. Get your weeding you know what? I have some really cute villagers who aren't super popular. You know what? That's okay. I, think I don't the, need Raymond to be a good person. The popularity of just like a handful of villagers where everybody wants them. 
I think that's like one of the most hurtful manifestations of the unrealistic beauty standards in our society, frankly. Yes. It's like there is nothing wrong with the squirrel with a unibrow. Exactly. Hazel is adorable. Why do we shave why do we shave them? Why? You sorry, this is a good question. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the people I hate today. Yeah. Um Thank you for sharing. Also, we can blanketly put um, out there universities that spend way more on sports than their academic programs, but that's just mm. a me problem. That's not a person that's, so that's much just as... Every humanities that's just kind does. of inevitable. True. Actually, but here's the thing. They're built... My university, which will go unnamed. <laughs> because it's, really, <laughs> it's very going. small and I don't want to get kicked out. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyone would ever listen to that. I'm functioning on the assumption that this podcast becomes famous. Wait, wow. wait, wait. What if we become the people that you hate that are untalented and expecting to be famous? Just like we were saying, we don't want to get sued. Better be safe than sorry. Okay. Um, while we're talking about, um, Animal Crossing, or we were, we were just recently. I think it's. Yeah. I think one. I think that's a good transition to our our, our last segment for today. Okay. Um, again, title in progress. You know, but it's who's the who's the bad guy? Trying to trying to figure out who in who in culture in a particular cultural situation really needs to be canceled because someone clearly does here. The situation is. Uh, well, we know there's going to be a new Mario movie. Which in itself, that, that on its own, on its own, could be grounds for canceling someone or something. Yeah, it's not good. I think there have been Mario movies before, and my impression is that they're horrible. I have not encountered them. I just know they're bad. Okay, but I just the most important thing here to know is that Chris Pratt will be playing as as Mario. I really need to like share with you an article that i just found that is okay. has chris pratt even played super mario bros that's the title subtitle okay. is an investigation and i think that's like setting up chris pratt to be canceled yeah more than anyone kind of else like, yeah. well that's i'm i'm willing to be here for that if you haven't played a super mario game to completion can you even be cast as mario <laughs> while we're while we're here um I'll say you a few, know a few of the other casting choices. Haven't gotten as much attention. Yeah. But Jack Black is going to be Bowser. I'm kind of oh. here for that, though. That's interesting. And okay, this one also, I don't think this one is controversial, but kind of makes me reimagine the IP a little bit. Yes. And that's um, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. True. Oh. True. I think that might be a good take. I feel like we haven't got a lot out of Donkey Kong in the past, like, emotionally. I feel like I mean, it's been a lot of, like, punch these other monkeys, collect those bananas, I mean, and I feel like, like we haven't had his backstory. Having never played Donkey Kong before. Mm. What? It's a little bit awkward. Me having never played it? Yeah, I feel I like he's... Actually, you have a little bit, haven't yeah. you? watched that you was... play it. That counts, yeah, right? When we were children. Mm. I also want to recoup. I read the article. He has played it before. It was just a dumb title because he oh, used to like steal yeah. money from a well to play a little Super Mario game. Okay, actually, maybe he is fine then. Which is like cute and wholesome. Maybe he should be Mario. Also, one more casting decision oh. I want to talk about briefly. Please do. Because I think it's an interesting decision. Is the decision to put Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess Peach. Oh. 
We're taking her from Queen's Gambit to a captured princess, and I don't know how I feel that. She's going from capturing people's queens and kings to being a princess? Don't know. That's the, don't know. I see what you did there, Greta. Ha 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 ha. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking on my feet, you know. Wow, so cool. Good. Um, again, one thing that need to be clarified when you were first talking about this topic, Sony thought it was going to be uh, live action, uh, which is not. This is just voice acted. It's, which well, is I just assumed because, it was live action. Yeah, I mean that's a fair assumption. Which I mean, yeah, it's not a fair assumption. <laughs> Can you, so you just thought it was just going to be like a, a big, tall Chris Pepper with a juicy mustache? <laughs> I hope so. I don't think it's I don't think it's so bad to believe that for a minute. I really don't. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Can you so, imagine if he did one of those big Mario jumps? True. True. That would be so Notably. I mean, you like, can go and he's, do that. he's played Star Lord before. He's that's one of his famous castings. That's true, but those was, how is that those so different? Like, doesn't Star Lord do some big jumps too? Booster boots. Those was with walking booster boots. Okay, but like Mario can have booster boots too. It's, Actually, I don't know if he can. Can he? I don't know. Well, if I he mean, if he becomes tiny, that he jumps really high. So that's kind of the same. He already jumps really high. Normal. He jumps fairly okay. high. Yeah. Can we just talk about <laughs> if they? How many okay. times is like body height he jumps? Question. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been live action, how would we have seen mini Chris Pratt? That'd Doesn't he have a child? Oh. Yes. I mean, and I feel like if it was live action, they would have had to confront like the like rated M nature of like how mushrooms are somehow able to increase like you know it's alice in wonderland stuff that is happening Mm -hmm. yeah in mario and i feel like that just doesn't get talked about because it's you know has has kid-friendly colors it's a cute kids game that mario's doing drugs it's the fact that he's eating stars and mushrooms and leaves yeah wait when does he leave doesn't Mario he eat, three? like a little brown leaf in order to yeah, turn into a tanuki? Right? In order to turn into what? A tanuki? A... Oh. Tanuki yeah, Mario? Do you remember this? I don't remember On this the at NES? all. I don't remember this. Yeah. Mario well, I... eating leaves. He it looks like a it he kind of looks like a Tom Nook Mario. Tom Nook is a, a Tom Nook Mario. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I vaguely remember that now. Yeah, where okay. he flies by, like, flapping yeah. his tail. Very clearly drug symbolism, though. Yeah, all of this. 100% of also, this. Also, like, he's yeah. literally traveling through pipes. So, I mean... <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? Like, it's definitely drugs. So, maybe this should, like... Oh. Are we looking at a PG rating? I mean, probably, but, like, should I mean, it, it should it be PG? It should it really... Are you know how many, like... Action? animated movies there are that like are really tame on the surface but then like they have a bunch of like random crude jokes for parents yes this is that more realistically college kids watching them on netflix yeah so he knows about them as all media is these days also Um, notably is would a live action version of this really just feel like detective pikachu all over again was Detective Pikachu the one that people were really creeped out by, or was it the Sonic one that people were really creeped I out by? I think both. The answer is both. 
I feel like the Sonic one, people are very creeped out by the Pikachu. People were like, oh, it's a little creepy, but we're fine. It's okay. I didn't it's, watch it. They were fine with the Pikachu, but when they saw like a live action version of like Loudred, they were like, hmm, I don't like this. I'm sorry, who's Loudred? It's a Pokemon. Okay. Also, live action Mr. Mime, incredibly uncomfortable. That does sound yeah. that sounds horrifying. But here's the thing. Ryan Reynolds was the lead, so it's okay. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, I feel like, can get away with. Ryan Reynolds was, was Pikachu, and that made everything okay. Yeah. I need to watch that movie. That movie sounds like a great time. Um, <laughs> not from, like, a quality cinema perspective, but oh, from absolutely most other not. perspectives. Mm-hmm. But, like, honestly, thank goodness it's fully animated, because we do not need another Sonic Okay, yeah. but back to the purpose of this bet, which I feel like we've, you know, we've kind of fall, we've drifted astray a little bit here. We have to figure out who's in the wrong. And yeah, there's a sense in which we could just cancel Chris Pratt for, we just have like these unreachable ideals for our hero and protagonist, Miss uh, Mario, that someone soiled by. You know, Who would be better to be media. cast as Mario? Oh, I saw one person saying that Danny, De, Danny DeVito should be. Oh, that's actually a, an interesting take. It's it's not the worst take in the world, is it? See, but here's the it's thing. Not. Then you have to ask the question, what would you do when Danny DeVito becomes big? Also, okay, I'm sorry, Danny DeVito should be Wario. That's okay. That is problematic. Um, is it? I feel like that's a little undeniable. I feel like Wait no, I lied. He should be Waluigi. I'm sorry. That was that was wrong on my part. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Sonia. We need to have a sex icon as Waluigi. We we can't talk about Waluigi on this podcast. Why? It's just I don't know. I feel like I feel like. Thank you, Greta. (laughs) (laughs) That was so like me. It's inappropriate. I mean, it's worth noting that, um, you know, the Italian man Mario was in Mm. fact played, voice acted by, I believe it was a French American. So there's that whole dimension going on. So Nintendo's problematic from the start. I think his name is Charles Martinet or let me see. Okay. Yeah, it's Charles Martinet. I think, why do you think Mario is Italian in the first place? And is it problematic that we never cast someone Italian? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? And obviously yeah. the answer is yes. Um, also, I don't know if this is really helpful. Try If you Google Charles McKnight, <laughs> he's just a fellow. <laughs> he's not who I pictured Mario being, though. Yeah. Have you? But, oh, okay. interesting. It's not who you think. He is a fellow. Yeah. Wait, do you um, see the picture of him flexing next to Stan Lee? Yeah, what a weird moment, right? Yeah. I feel uncomfortable with it. Makes me, me hate both of them. Yeah. Um, so I guess the question is who's I think it's obvious that someone needs to be cancelled here. Um, they are kind of like there should be an Italian in this role for Mr. Mario. He does mm-hmm. he does say Mamma Mia when he dies. Mama. Yeah. Mama. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> you both are <laughs> um, 
So also, it, can we talk about the, the fact that we should have we should have cast a mushroom as toad? Wait, a mushroom as toad? Yeah, it's a human playing toad. Wait, you think a mushroom should play toad? Do toads say words? Do you think? <laughs> they, I mean, it's what Ke- uh, Michael Keegan Peel is toad. You think he um, should be a mushroom? Like he should. I don't know. I don't know how, Like, how do we feel about someone playing a mushroom character? Like, fine. Do you have issues? I don't know. I feel like Toad needs something. Fine with it. I do like, think it's strange that Mario has both like anthropomorphic mushrooms and also like edible mushrooms. Yeah, that feels problematic. And the fact that the anthropomorphic mushrooms often give Mario. The edible mushrooms. Oh, interesting. That's Are like they a little just bit feed- like, hi, here's a child. You want a nom nom? Are you yes. saying that Mario is like a god that they offer sacrifices to? Honestly, oh, probably, considering he's saving them from the, this giant demon turtle, probably. Or does Mario just oh. think he's a god in his you know, drug-induced dream state? This That's probably true. is all a drug-induced dream state. Well, I mean, is it? I mean, again, let's not pretend for a second that we're coming to Mario with any hot takes when we're saying mm-hmm. that... Okay, I have a question. Is Mario just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What? Okay. Is that just because there's like a, a pipe thing going on? And also a turtle? A turtle? Well, okay, Bowser well, isn't really a turtle. turtle. Are you talking about the Koopas? He has all of his little baby turtles, though, and there's all the Koopas and like Ani. I mean, Wait, I don't know enough about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is this like the Warner because like, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're the protagonists. Yeah, but in, say, in Mario, they're the antagonists. Is Mario just like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the perspective of the antagonist? Interesting. Yes. Maybe. Is is Mario the bad guy in all of these situations? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, what are we going to do? Say that, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were secretly bad people? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. No. Mario does murder abandoned. a lot of innocent things. That's true. But, again. Like, he's just like, oh, I'm going through this ice place. What I'm just going to murder a bunch of like fish. The, the veil of Mario's dream state, there's like a reality behind these. Like, what do you think is really behind the Goombas? Hmm. Or, I mean, and you kind of have to like answer that. They're the, like the number one casualty, right? You're saying that like, like all the fish and the well, turtles? Well, you're saying that like the turtles are secretly Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so we're just killing a bunch of like, yeah. you know, teenagers. I think it's but, just... Like, the Goomba. I think it's just symbolic of Wait, Mario think- destroying the ecosystem. So maybe the Goombas are just like trees. I think the, I think the ecosystem's fine. I've never Mario's in here there was bringing no in humans to this place with only animals, bringing in pipes and infrastructure, yeah. and we're just destroying the nature. There. I think they're that just is part true. of it. The pipes were there were plenty there. of animals there. Think of all the fish that are there, Show all the turtles. Early, early Mario game with no pipes. Yeah, we need an early topographic map of Mario. So we can me, see the show me the evidence. That's because Mario's done it already. There is a there is a prequel out there that needs to be made of Mario coming in and industrializing. Is this like would Paul be Bunyan Mario? Mario this is this is the Pokemon Legend of Arceus for Mario. Okay. Which we don't even know what it is for Pokemon yet, but but we know it's a before Mario. all the things happen. Yeah. So yeah, I think we can. I think we can Wait, say that the it? bad guy, Greta. not Chris Pratt, Greta. the bad guy is Mario. Oh, interesting. Greta. Yes. Wasn't it like Mario Odyssey, like the Pokemon Arceus? 
Wait, isn't Pokemon Arceus just a modern Mario Gap? I can't talk. No. I feel like my the point Mario, is, I feel like the there Poke- already is this. No, the Mario Galaxy in Pokemon is going to be Sword and Shield. Well, then what's Odyssey? I feel like Odyssey is the Arceus. No, they're just if the same. Galaxy, if Galaxy is the sort of... No, Arceus, Gal- I'm talking about plot point-wise, not, like, okay, game type-wise. It sounds wise. like you're saying that Galaxy and Odyssey are on the same level. Which is I don't really know the difference, if I'm honest. Wait, you mm, don't? That's not really. I hope that Galaxy joins Switch Online. Um, I don't really... I've never played either of them. I just kind of know what they are, though, at least. Do we have any final final thought points that we should cover? Oh, it sounds um, like Mario's canceled. I have a question. Yeah. Would a 12th century hermit be horrified by the concept of Chris playing Mario? Probably. I think a 12th Probably. century hermit would love a little Mario as a friend. I mean, I guess there is this whole concept of, like, Princess Peach and all that. Like, I would be remotely familiar. It's mm-hmm. not... I think it would be, like, there'd be enough thematic elements that this hermit could understand what was going on but i think there's enough there to you know you know shock and frighten the more tasteful eye that i think it would still be revolted okay okay so who are we canceling mario it sounds like initially there are there are other targets but it just seems like i think mario's a bad influence i think we're he's a murderer he's high all the time dare dare to not do drugs kids yeah dare dare there. Just, I don't know the abbreviation, but there. Challenge yourself. Ch- ch- no one does. No one does. Challenge yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't wear dare merchandise either, because that's just that's just you're part of the problem. Then no one who wears a dare T-shirt is. Everyone who wears dare T-shirts is doing drugs. Well, thank okay. you everyone for listening to our podcast once again. Mm-hmm. This is siblings, not friends. Um, it's been a great time. Thank you, Adrian and Sonia. Also, my name's Greta. I don't think I ever introduced myself. So, thank, thank you. you so thank much you. for this experience. Hope you learned something and weren't as revolted as the 12th century hermit. So true. And before you come back, make sure you watch, you listen to all 600 episodes of Mabim Bam. Because yeah, they what, are. There's what, like 580 right now? Somewhere around there, yeah. Well, farewell. Peace out.